Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut, natural beaut. Tell me something, Queen. Are you happy with your skin routine? Or do you need more? Is there some product you're searching for? Use Conatch. And all the good times I find myself looking so snatched. And in the bad times, I cream my neck. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired of using retinoid? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping your skin hardcore? Use Conatch And all the good times I find myself looking so snatched And in the bad times I cream my neck I'm off the deep end, watch as I tune in Listening to Natch Butte Pod Crash through Sephora Where they can't hurt us We're far from the serum now In the serum In the serum In the serum we're far from the serum now. Welcome to Natch Butte, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte. Who are you talking to, babe? You don't know by now. I'll tell you. You're talking to the beauty talk shock jock, the queen of creams, your host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast. I might take that one off because I am growing my bangs out, if I'm being honest, but I might cut them back. I don't know. I'm also your favorite over 30 niche influencer, the pop punk princess, your favorite cookie southern aunt, Jackie Johnson. Welcome to Natch Butte. I'm so excited about my guest. I honestly can't even believe that she's here. I don't know what scam I pulled to get her to agree to come on Natch Butte, but she's here and I'm very excited. My guest today is a product of the true entrepreneurial story of America. 
Yes, honey, she invented the beauty blender. You heard of it? And nine million of them were sold last year alone, honey. Okay? We have a lot to talk about. Being the inventor of such a revolutionary product um, and her long career trajectory and what led to this invention that changed and disrupted the beauty industry permanently as we know it. We have a lot to cover, so please welcome my guest, Rianne Silva. Well, hello. Thank you so much for being here. You look chic AF. Oh, thank you. I can't handle your denim turban right now. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. My girlfriend, Patricia Morales, made these for me. It's a vintage handmade turban. They're pretty fucking awesome. No, it's truly like when we were standing out there when you pulled up, I was like, oh, my God, the turban. I feel rejuvenated (laughs) from the turban. Rianne, we, we start every episode in Attribute with me asking my guests, what type of skin do you have? I have... Olive. Mm-hmm. We love. Combo. Mm-hmm. Slightly aged. Honey. But beautiful, glowy skin. Yes. Best, I'm going <laughs> to declare that was the best answer yet. I'm adding a new question. What's your favorite feature or favorite thing about yourself? Oh, man. Okay. So As that, women, we're so critical of ourselves. Yeah, you know what I mean? And especially we in stop. the beauty business. Especially and, in the beauty business. You know, for over 25 years, it was my job to be hypercritical of other people's beauty. So I'm very, very critical of my own. Um, but... I'm I'm in therapy and I'm I'm learning how Same. to love myself. Same. So with that, I will say, I think my skin—it's beautiful—is probably yeah. one of my better features. Yeah, I like my eyes. Yeah, they're they're very big and round and looking good, baby. That's you know. Yes. That's, that's pretty good for me to admit too. Yeah, okay. the brows are on point too, which we'll get to. Thank you. Because I ha- I want you to help me with mine if we have time. Okay. But okay, let's start at the top, baby. Okay, because as I mentioned, you have founded the Beauty Blender. Wow, you've actually come up on Ashbute before, because really? I did an episode on the history of makeup. Really? So you know, in case y'all didn't listen to that episode, it's with Allie Ward. Go check it out. But. Let's start at the beginning. You were born in L.A. I was born in L.A. Yes. Yes, right here. Well, we're in Burbank. I was born in Glendale. I love Glendale. Right next door. I love Glendale. Yes. Did you go to Glendale High? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, My... I don't even know any other high schools in Glendale, I just guess. My parents only birthed me at that hospital, mm-hmm. but they lived in Manhattan Beach. Okay. My mom loved the doctor and mm-hmm. was, you know, convinced my dad that the, you know, hour and a half drive yes. was going to be fine when she's in labor. Okay, got it. And so... So you did I not was, grow up in Glendale? No. You just I was, were visiting? I, I was... Yeah, it was plopped out there. Got it. And, and then, then rolled head over to the, the beach. beach. <laughs> I mean, not a bad plan. Not a bad plan at all. And then you studied design. Then you ended up doing the makeup counter thing. Mm-hmm. Is that how you studied makeup? Did mm-hmm. you come up doing makeup at makeup counters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolutely did. So, yeah, I went to FIDM mm-hmm. after I graduated from high school. Um, I graduated early. It was not a part of my parents' plan. They were not ready for me to leave school. And so they were like, you got to do something. My mom was like, hey, you really like fashion. I really thought I would be a fashion designer. Mm -hmm. That's why I went to FIDM. But as soon as I got into the school and I realized you have to like, pattern make and grade and do all these other things besides create fashion right. I was it's like it's not all project runway right. chic is it no it's not and I was like okay this isn't really what I want to do 
But what I really loved to do was sketch. I was a sketcher. And um, so I took an illustration class in college, and I realized that that was kind of what I wanted to do. Fast forward, I needed to support myself right. in college because I don't come from a wealthy family. And so I got a part-time job uh, being a perfume model. If you recall oh. those people that oh, walk around spray and you. yes, it's mm-hmm. tons of rejection yes. every day. Yes. You're like everybody's worst enemy. And I'm I thought, an actor, like, so I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is not the uh, the the career path for someone that wants love. So yes, <laughs> I thought. Yes. Oh, those people over in the makeup counter—they look like they're having a really good time. And you know what? I could probably do makeup better than what I see walking out. So. I kind of faked it till I made it. That's right, honey. And I went in and I told them I could do makeup and they had me do a test. Yeah. Let me back up here and just say I met a person while I was working at the stores who said, I think I can introduce you to my boss. You might be able to get a job. So... Although it was very nice and fashionable, you would wear fashionable, fashionable right. designer clothes and yeah. spray perfume you on everybody. I was like, no, I want to just do something that I, the time will go by a lot quicker because I like what I do. Right. Introduced me to the person, did the makeup on the person. The person said, okay, I think I can start you in a couple locations. And that's how I started in retail makeup. And had makeup always been important to you? Or were you passionate about it on your own face? Were you like kind of drawn to makeup at any point? I was super interested in it because my mother never wore makeup. Mm, So it was sort of like the the mysterious unknown. But I had an Aunt Betty and Aunt Betty was, was a showgirl. Yes. I don't know if chic is the word I would use. <laughs> Glam? Uh, interesting. Okay. That's my yes. favorite vague adjective. Interesting. Yes. So when I was a young girl, I just remember like marveling whenever I would see her come towards me because she had like three pairs of eyelashes, top mm-hmm, and bottom. Mm-hmm. She had the cholo outlined lip before it was a thing. She had the fake mole, the wig. And... She was like Marilyn Monroe. She would just come up and say, oh, honey, it's so good to see you. And she would come and like pinch my cheeks and I would just be looking at her face. Right. Like Like, in amazement. There's so much going on here. In contrast to my mother who wore no makeup. So I would just kind of, it it interests me. Yeah. So that was kind of my first acknowledgement or recognition of makeup. I love that. The lack of makeup in my life right. and then Aunt Betty. <laughs> Does Aunt Betty know that you that she was sort of inspired your entire career path? Uh, only if she's in the ether floating around and seeing me. She Aunt, is. Aunt Betty's gone. Yeah. She Aunt definitely is. Aunt Betty, shout out to you. And shout right. out to aunts in general. Yeah. I definitely. love my aunties. I have some very chic aunts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hashtag no. chic aunts. Mm-hmm. I'm a chic aunt. Mm-hmm. I'm an auntie. All right. Young auntie. I'm a young auntie, but I'm an auntie, honey. Yes. Okay. So you're doing makeup. I also read that you were a single mom or are now. Yeah. No, I was a single mom for many years. Yeah. I totally did not expect to be a single mom. I don't know how many single moms really do expect to be a single mom, but it just turned out that way. Yeah. I'm going through a divorce myself. mm. I don't have kids, but... I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So my little Erica, my little darling baby, who actually is the face of my brand now. She's the gorgeous, beautiful, mixed girl that you see on all my Instagram and 
all over my website and she does my QVC and HSN business. Oh, so she cool. yeah, she's a talented actor so she's perfect on yes. on camera like that. But yeah, I was I was just her and I. We were like ride or die together for about 8 years until I found my man that I've been with now for over 20 years. Yes, honey. Yeah. We love a, we love a success story a bounce back. <laughs> Speaking of bouncing. Bounce yes, beauty Yay. blender. Okay, so you were working makeup <laughs> counters and then you somehow transitioned into being a working makeup artist on sets. I read that you did the makeup for the California Love video. I did. And you did makeup for Tupac. Of course. I a mean, couple so, times. So how did that happen? How are you working at the counter slinging perfume and then now you're doing Tupac's damn makeup for an iconic video? How do you uh, do that? How does that happen? I don't know. I guess this this is a, a time for honesty, right? I mean, if you want, yeah, you can lie if you want. We'll never know. So I think the way it all really happened, because really I'm the type of person I just keep walking down the road and try to figure out how to make the best of this journey I'm on with some goals in the meantime, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I had short-term goals as a single parent. I was like, okay, boom, all of a sudden I'm a single parent. Right. Didn't expect to be. I thought, you know, I was going to be an NFL wife. My daughter's father is a huge, famous football player in the NFL. Not anymore. He's retired. But that was a huge lifestyle change for me. Um, need to get a job. Right. Good at makeup. I have a lot of connections in entertainment and living in L.A. We're very lucky to be able to trot out to a club and meet a whole bunch of people you would never meet in Omaha, Nebraska. No offense to Omaha, Nebraska. Right. You just mean we were location, location, location. Yeah, it's just a different world, you know. So um, I met a bunch of photographers. I met a bunch of hairdressers I've just I just met a bunch of people like one day if you recognize what you want to do suddenly you look around and you see different people right Right. all of a sudden I was like oh this hairdresser probably knows of a photographer I can test you with or a model I can use and this makeup artist over here has an agent I wonder who it is how do I get to know that person and pretty much I knew what I had to do because I was also dabbling in acting at the time and I needed to have pictures and all that stuff so I I was not unaware of the makeup business Mm -hmm. I just didn't ever think I was going to be a part of it Um, but when I suddenly realized hey I think I can do this I just started plotting my plan to get a book together and to practice my craft and meet photographers that would let me test shoot with them and um, just be able to perfect my craft. And that's how it all started. And, you know, my first... So just hard work. Yeah. And then if I said, if I want to be honest, I mean, really what happened to me early on in my career was I was... uh, it was very easy for me to meet people. I, I'm a people person, mm-hmm. so it's easy for me to just start talking to people and meet people. So it was easy for me to to meet, you know, a producer or a director or somebody that would give me an opportunity. But I didn't have the history or the background or the resume that necessarily said at this point in my career that they were going to hire me to do Mariah Carey. Right. You know, so they would give me the guys to do. Okay, yeah. Because grooming. The male grooming. The grooming is a lot... Um, more correctable, right. let's say. If somebody is a horrible groomer, you really right. don't know it. Right. Because um, <clears throat> so, you're not going to do a full beat on Tupac. 
Not at all. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I mean, from what I could tell, he looked like he had incredible skin. I mean, just so, so beautiful. He was a beautiful man, yeah. you know, but but that's, you have to know your audience, right? right. So, um, yeah, so it was easy for me to kind of get in by grooming mm-hmm. and doing a lot of men. And then, you know, when I was younger, I was kind of cute and mm-hmm. they liked me and they would say, hey, let's hire that Latina girl. Let's mm-hmm. hire that Latina girl. You know, and I would say, OK. And I would just keep getting jobs and getting jobs. Well, and- yeah, because uh, a, a, a set is a party and you want to invite the people who are going to ha- do have fun at the party. It's a family. You want around you. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I was literally spending more time on set than I was with my little Erica at mm-hmm. the time. And it was really distressing for me. So I used to bring her with me. <laughs> she has a lot of stories about being um, on tour or on set with me with Biggie, with Tupac, with Sean Combs, with, I mean, I Hammer, I worked with the rapper like, I did so many rap videos. That's what I'm saying, you you were like the rap MUA. It was crazy. It's so funny how you can fall into a role or a category and you're like, well, this is is paying the bills, I'm just gonna sail. But the great news about the rap videos is that the rappers always wanted women in their videos and those women always had to look beautiful. And what I could offer them was I could do both. I could do the men. I could do the women. Just hire me a couple assistants and you will save. I could show them early on in their budgets how they would save money by hiring me. Yeah. So that's how I ended up then starting to do women because yes. some of those girls ended up being very famous right. entertainers in their own right. Yes. And they would take me with them. And then one thing led to another. And then yes. pretty soon I was doing you know, right. all kinds of different celebrities. And right. I, and really, I have only done celebrities in my career. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of, so then eventually you start working on the show Girlfriends. Yes, ma'am. Which, just so everybody knows, if you haven't seen this show, it is such a funny, heartfelt <laughs> show that it sort of didn't get the respect or didn't get the audience it deserves in my opinion i'm a huge fan of it so y'all check that show out um it's a sitcom it's about a group of women tracy ellis ross is one is one of them it was an ensemble show it's really funny and a great show yeah it was her first show and Mm -hmm. it was really ahead of its time i think it was so ahead of its time now there's a lot of shows that want to depict you know, a successful career, young career girl, what they go through in, in the world. But at the time, it was really, you know, a very new idea. Yes. And Kelsey Grammer actually was had enough foresight to really give Mara Akil Brock, who's now a huge producer, you know, the opportunity to create Girlfriends. And she brought me in and um, in high def. It's, a, again, more cost-efficient way to shoot film versus video. Right. But the makeups look different. Right. And that's so wild that Girlfriends was the first show shot in high def. That's a, such an interesting fact. <laughs> and and this has come up on Nash Beat before when I've had some, uh, when I had Carrie Herta on, the, a makeup artist. She was saying that this completely changed and disrupted the entire business because now the makeup had to change in order to make up for the cameras. Well, the makeup application yes. had to change. Yes. Makeups did not change. Yes. The way you apply makeup and what you thought was a complete look had to change. You know, in the history of makeup, as you may know, because you cover makeup, you know, shooting a sitcom with three cameras that are shooting film 
are lit very different mm-hmm. than shooting a three camera sitcom that is shot in high def. Yes. And the way that the film looks is very different. And the challenge was that makeup artists that worked in television belonged to a union, mm-hmm. our local 706. Shout out. Yes. I'm a local 706 member very for 20 cool. years. But the makeup artists at that time only shot film. So they really didn't understand how to make the makeups look good in high definition because they didn't have the opportunity to really try. Where there were other forms of shooting like video, music video, Mm -hmm. where we were starting to use video before. So I had more experience and I happened to be a union member. I was one of these weird artists that did everything from music video, commercials, TV, film, fashion. Like usually you do, you you stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I got the job because I could, I could airbrush. It was, it was all about airbrush in high def at first. They thought airbrush was the way to go. But then they realized that the airbrush machines are loud, annoying. They're so impractical. Yeah. and For filming. I mean, if if you want to have a little, you know, temp two system in your house for yourself, that's fine. And and really now they've developed them in a way that you can use them on set where they are better Mm -hmm. for set. But at the time, I had to set up my airbrush compressor on the side of the stage. I had to pull the actor off for a touch-up. Plus, everyone's a different shade, right? So you have to, like, switch out the paint. Well, for me, that wasn't such a problem Mm because I'm a mixologist. But um, for separate co-stars on set, when you start taking one girl off, the other one says, well, I'm going to. And then the other one says, I'm going to. And then pretty soon, all four of your co-stars are off set. And the director's going like, what the hell? Where is everybody? Makeup? Why are you taking people? What's going on? So I knew that (laughs) I didn't need that kind of attention. So I needed to figure out how to make those airbrush looks stay pure and clean all day. And that is And that's where Beauty Bundle came in. I mean, it's so so wild. (laughs) So... Okay, tell us the very, like, basically, what were you using before to apply makeup? Just the little, like, square triangle wedges. sponges, yeah, right? Square wedges, square wedges. And you realized that you could cut the edges off and just tell that story a little bit. Like, you were experimenting, trying to get the makeup well, to look right on camera. Yeah, I was, okay, in, in our union, we have uh, ongoing education, mm-hmm. continuing education all the time. We Which learn about great. different techniques all the time. Yes, wonderful. And I had been taking a class from this super, you know, successful, prolific makeup artist. Her name is Kelsey Fry. She, she did a ton of films. And so she was teaching the class and I had already started Girlfriends and I already had the challenge of, you know, how do I airbrush in the morning and let do do a bunch of different scenes where I'm hand applying powders as my touch up in between takes Mm -hmm. and not have the makeup end up looking like all hand applied makeup because the whole point was to do airbrush to not look like hand applied makeup. So how do I how do I solve this problem? How do I keep the makeups looking like airbrush natural mm-hmm. makeup and not hand applied makeup when I have to go in and hand apply my touch ups right. because I can't pull them off the set because it's like hurting cats and then machine. I get in trouble. Yes. Right. So this this was my problem going into this continuing education with Kelsey Fry and she was going through all of these techniques that she used on film 
and she started talking about the golden age of black and white filmmaking where sponges were hand cut and they were made wet to activate the pancake makeups that we originally had and how today that's still such a solid technique and that she uses it even with our modern makeups and how she uses that technique. And I started thinking like, yeah, that technique, that is, that could be a great thing for me to try on set. So I did. I started cutting sponges and wetting them and figuring out how... Were the other makeup artists, did they think you were cuckoo? Um, I didn't really let them know. I was the boss. Right. So they they was apartment head. They probably talked a lot of shit behind my back, I'm (laughs) sure. Like, Rianne is cutting (laughs) sponges and dipping them in the sink. Why is she making us do this? (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, but, you know, the idea was to not add layers of makeup progressively Mm -hmm. through the day, but to keep the level of makeup consistent for continuity throughout the day. So how do you do it? So like maybe every other time you go in, you apply hand applied, then you apply, you know, you do your buffing with the beauty blender. Then the next time maybe you hand applied, then you do buffing with your beauty blender. This way you figure like, okay, then you're doing half as much hand applying. Let's see how that looks. And I would just pay attention to our dailies. I got really close with my DP And um, I just ended up realizing that finally through, by this time I was on the road to try to make a beauty blender because I had been cutting wedges and they'd been like sprouting legs and walking off every day. They were stealing them. I was like, shit, I need to find a way to make these in bulk because... They're going to get stolen. And it, it, had you ever had any entrepreneurial dreams yourself? Was this? I was always entrepreneurial. Yes, I always, since I was a young girl, I used to like sell magazines, sell okay, candies. Yes. So you this know, was in your I would, blood. I just... would try to save money. My mom would always look at me and say, "Oh, you have a hundred dollars. That's great, honey." And that's so. Like, that's so awesome. I'm yeah. so happy. This is yeah. this is giving me life. Yeah. Um, because this is like I said, the true story of somebody hustling. Oh yeah, I'm a making hustler. a dream come true. So you start cutting sponges. People start taking them. You say, hey, I want to start a company. And you fucking do it. Right. Which it, obviously it, wasn't easy. I did. No, it wasn't easy because, uh, you know, when you, when you create a category, right. like I did with Beauty Blender, there's, there's no machines. There's no history to rely on, to research on. Um, there, sure, there were, there were, you know, flat sponges and triangular sponges. But the truth of the matter... The sponges that we used in the past, and I guess some people still use, um, meaning the triangular Mm -hmm. ones, um, were never created to aid makeup application. Mm -hmm. They were created to either fit in a compact, if you think about it, flat sponge. It was never like, oh, let's make the best sponge for the best application. No, it was like, can we give them something to put in this contact compact? Compact. Same with all those shitty brushes they put yeah, in palettes. It's, it's Can we just, just stop it's with just it? It's just kind of like this, so you know, <laughs> thing they give you right. because they don't, you know, they don't want to say when they get the question of inevitably, how do I put this on? Right. We'll use the applicator we gave right. you. So in any way, in any case, there's an applicator that they give you. It's just not the best, right? right? A flat pancake is not the best way to right. apply makeup. Um, so... There was no machines. There was no any any place to make these sponges. So I also, as I was still working in TV, I used to like triple book myself every day. Yeah. And I, I would leave a, you know, a crew here, a crew there and be working. You're not supposed to do that, but that's what I did. Um, Statue hey, of limitations, baby. I was a Come single parent. That's what I I'm needed, saying. I needed to take care of my yes. kids. Um, 
What I did was I started in my travels, I started noticing who was manufacturing all the sponge material, who, whether it was flat, pancake, right. triangular, block, whatever, who makes this foam. And I started recognizing a pattern. There was one company that kept coming up. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, I have to say, you know, Beauty Blender's been around for a while. So it was like before Google. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like 411 on yeah, the Yeah, f- I'm trying on, to get that phone book phone, out. Get those yellow trying pages to figure out. out. Where do I find this company right. in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? Of all places. Yeah. So uh, I ended up finding the company. It was, lo- you know, uh, publicly listed. I took the phone number. I cold called them. And I said, um, I need to talk to somebody in product development. And they were like, well, who do you need to talk to? I was like, I don't know. You need to tell me. I'm I'm calling. They're like, hold on. They put me on hold. And this woman came on the phone. And I'll never forget. She said, hi, um, what's your name? And I said, well, my name is Rianne Silva. Um, And she said, okay. And I said, what's your name? She said, my name's Kathy. Maladandry at the time. And um, I said, okay, so I have this idea. I think there is a product that I have created that would be very popular and I need someone to help me make it. And she said, oh, honey, like so sweet. Like, oh, you know, we hold over 300 patents on foam material right now. I'm quite sure that we have a patent already in existence like you want to show me. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So first of all, why does that matter to me? Like, would you not help me make something anyway? And she said, well, if we hold the patent, you wouldn't make any money. And I said, okay, so um, why wouldn't you take the chance just to see? I said, let me ask you, first of all, who designed all of these different patents, these products? And she was like, well, I don't know, like a an engineer or technical designer or something. And I said, has any of them been designed by a makeup artist who's actually working? And she was like, well, actually, no. And I said, okay, so why wouldn't you? That's right, Kathy. That's right. (laughs) Why wouldn't you look at mine? So long story, she ended up looking at mine, saying it was the palm slap to the forehead. And why didn't we think of this? And I said, because you're not a makeup artist. And I promptly hired her, and she was my president for 15 years. Yes, because yeah, she, she got me. She she believed I, I was able to walk her over, and she started believing in the beauty blender idea, and she helped me so so much, and I owe everything to her. She's amazing. Yes. She's still with my company today, 73 years old. And oh, Kathy, we love. Yeah, she's she's. She's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I read that the reason the beauty blender is pink is because that was the last lab sample you got that you you said this is Well, that it. was the one I stopped on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were sending me lab samples for like a year and a half. And every time I would get one, you know, they would tell me the different characteristics of the mm-hmm. sponge. And I think they were really getting tired of me. Yeah. I think they were like, this girl doesn't know what she wants. Like, we've given her everything. We can't nail it with her. She's like too wishy-washy. But I knew what I needed. Right. And, and you would test them out. I and was be testing. Like, it's this is too I much. Was, or this. I was testing them on set, yes. on camera, where they never do that with these of products not. ever. Yeah. So um, this one box came this day, and I opened it up, and there was this big note in big letters saying, Don't look at the color. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was like, whoa, this must be some crazy color. Yeah. And I opened it up, and it was that beauty blender pink. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. It's such a happy color. Yes. You I'm know? like a pink fiend. Yeah. So. But it, and also, you know, honestly, my thoughts were, I mean, I tried the sponge. It worked really great. The material was awesome. And when I came down to it and I said, I want to I want to make the material in this color, they were like, whoa, that must be a mistake. Because sponges at the time were white, beige, right. or peach. Um, and I said, no, I want to be able to stand at the front door of a store and see it. Right. Wherever Popping I am. Popping off those damn shelves. listen, 15 years ago, beauty products were not that color. Right. Not the packaging. Packaging was all black. Yes. Or gray or silver. That thing stood out in a sea of black and silver. So I was saying that is the color I want. Yep. And, and it's going to attract people to it they're not going to know what this suspended egg is because right. it was in a canister mm-hmm. and it was suspended but they're going to at least walk over right. and pick it up look at it and if they put it back down at least they know what it is right so that was that was the idea i mean i think that was a pretty good move i think it's safe to say <laughs> i thought it was pretty good <laughs> oh yeah One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh yeah. So, Beauty Blender, I think listen, we all know it took off. Uh there's okay, we got to get into some of my questions about the the Beauty Blender. So, the the term is you wet it, you squeeze it, you bounce it. That's right. Um, you know, people say like beat the face, mm-hmm. the face beat. Mm-hmm. That sort of came from the beauty blender bounce. Well, beating a face actually came from the gay community. Right. It from actually drag. came from drag. Right. Yeah, you would beat for the back row, honey. Yes, honey, you would beat yeah, the face. That's why you look crazy up front. But, but up, the same close, con- but, but the <laughs> same concept of like you have to. F- Press the makeup into your face. Right, right. I've seen videos uh, when Mario's doing Kim Kardashian's makeup. Mm. He's like hitting. I mean, she's we using a beauty blender. Mm. Her, hit, you know, beating her face, bouncing yeah. the skin. Bounce, bounce, bounce. It, I have a. Is there a? I know you've said that beauty blender is extremely user friendly. How hard should we be bouncing, or does it not matter? Um, I don't think it matters. Yeah. You know, your comfort I, I, level. I think the most important thing that. Still, after 15 years, today amazes me is that people don't know that they should wet it. Right, which is on my list as well. And it's a well. totally different product right. when it's wet. And so, if somebody. So, when you bounce really hard right. when it's wet, it feels really good. Right. When you bounce really hard when it's dry, I don't know. It, right. could, it could be a little interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, you're saying do not. Dry, dry bounce. Do not. You're saying do not dry <laughs> do bounce. Do not dry bounce. Okay, that's like doing I yourself. I might have to a, steal that. Please do. That's amazing. I would be do honored. Do not dry bounce. Do not dry bounce. So, no dry bouncing. Because I know, I, I'm not going to call them out, but I do know people who use their BBs. Dry. Girls, so do I. Family members. Right. They still don't know. They don't pay any attention right. to me. They so don't care. So, okay, I have a question. How damp? Because I Kylie likes her beauty blenders extra wet. Mm-hmm. We've I've seen the video. Mm-hmm. She drippy bar- wet. She, she likes the drip. She does. Mm-hmm. So is that a right or a wrong? Is there a, too much wetness with the bounce, girl? Whatever. I literally works. have the founder here in front of me. I'm asking the questions. Y'all want to know? <laughs> so, I would say yes. 
whatever works for okay, you. We love. However, I designed it and created it with this special material mm-hmm. that you will not find anywhere, anywhere else. else. Because of the water absorption, mm-hmm. other materials you'll you'll find some of my oh. some of my fans. Okay, yes. I feel like I have a lot of fans. Yes, you do, honey. Not just Beauty Blender fans, but like manufacturing yes. fans that like to kind of yes. maybe steal a mm-hmm. portion of my market. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine because they don't really. But right. and the reason they don't is because in the end, their materials are always different. I'm telling you. Yeah, some absorb way too much, and it's like chia pet. It's dry, right. and then it's huge Mm -hmm. grows really big Mm -hmm. or it just doesn't feel right Right. or the pores are too big right beauty blender has a very specific and exclusive material and i want it to be completely wet squoze out Mm -hmm. towel dried okay and then it's perfect okay because when your sponge is not thirsty it won't absorb your makeup when it has enough moisture in the middle it's pushing the makeup out onto your skin we do this this uh, demonstration where we cut a used beauty blender mm-hmm. in half so you can see it just all stays right on the outside. No wasting okay. of makeup. That brings me to something I have listed here. Um, because I'm going to be dead-ass honest, okay, as an explorer of the space. Please do. During some of my, um, you know, cheaper days, I have been tempted and I have bought some of these $4 the riot bullets, you know, and they're fucking horrible. I mean, they take your makeup off. They put it on. They grab it, grab it back. Yes! They put it on. They grab it back. And I'm like, you get what you pay for, sweetie. Lesson mm. learned. But yes, how? So, your is your texture patented and your shape? Because nobody, I have tried a lot. Uh-huh. Nobody's got that beauty blender well, texture, honey. Thank nobody. You so nobody. Much. Thank and you. And some of these shapes. It's are very like it's like they're trying as much right. as they can to get that egg, but honey, they ain't the egg. They're not. So is so there the, a pat- the, the you- color is protected. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. you know we have trademarks. Yes. We have all kinds of protection on it. Um, but I was unable to get a patent. Yes, that's why I have so many fans. Right, but they but they're not but they don't get it right. No, they don't. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. you know there is a God, honey. God is a woman, okay? <laughs> and she And she never dry bounces. <laughs> right. She never dry right. bounces. And she wants a flawless finish. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay, I have a question. What's the best way to... This is for private use. I wouldn't say... I'd say... I think it's safe to say more private users uh, as opposed to professional artists are probably listening to this. Uh, what's the best way to store your beauty blenders mm. and the best way to carry them? And this is, again, for, for like a, a person like me mm-hmm. who doesn't have a kit, who, who you know, because I'll be dead ass honest again. Sometimes I raw, I raw dog my beauty blender. I'll just put it at the top of my makeup bag and put it in my purse. And it's probably disgusting, Rianne. You're probably fucking disgusted. It'll, you would be shocked to see what I've seen I'm sure. in the makeup bags of the biggest celebrities around yes. the world. There okay. is nothing that not shocks me and Love disgusts that. me. So what's the best way to store them well and carry them i'm glad you asked because i created this cute little thing called a blender defender and it looks like a pill like a capsule and you pull it apart and it's soft and it's silicone and it has little holes in it that look like beauty blenders and it breathes allows your sponge to breathe but protects it from all of the cross-contamination i think that's what you're talking about that happens inside your bag when you raw dog 
And how, when did this come out? This came out a couple years ago. Okay, but so I'm had, just behind. But I've had a couple products that I have created to protect my Beauty Blender. As a matter of fact, the original canisters of Beauty Blender came uh, with a drawstring bag mm-hmm. that I had one of my fashion designer friends, Anthony Franco, design for me. And I put them in everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody used them. But, right. you know, it was too soon. There wasn't enough education about right. Blender yet. And so people didn't know what to do with it. Then I created this other bag called an Airport, which is a leather or it's a mesh cylinder with a magnet closure that Mm. you would just put in your bag Mm -hmm. again people still we're too lazy and disgusting no yeah uh, they would put them in ziploc bags Mm. which is like you know that's like stuff would you put your baby in a i know no oxygen no i mean think about it you might as well raw dog it it's it's like yeah, yeah. It, no that's even that's healthier right. actually than putting let in, that air hit it yeah, yeah. I mean so yeah I've come up with a couple different iterations but this blender defender is one of my most popular products okay right now. well I'm gonna have to get get one of those sent yeah. to me I think maybe you would do that for me. yes thank I, you I, I think I can send thank you, you. One. I think you might have a hookup with the <laughs> with the brand okay how often should we replace our beauty blender i know it says three months on the package Mm -hmm. and why is that well okay so i am many things yes but i am not psychic yes i'm sorry to say do you have any clairvoyant tendencies i don't know why i feel you might i do yeah i got that feeling what's your sign i'm a libra yes honey but I don't know how everybody uses their sponge. Right. Right? Oh, like how often. Right. Mm-hmm. Or how they treat it. Right. How they clean it. Right. How they store it. You know, right. do they let their dog chew on it? Right. Do, like there's all kinds. You'd yes. be surprised. Oh, some yes. of the I've seen, messages I've seen, I get. I've seen videos. They are. Uh, my dog would definitely love to play with one. But oh. I'm like, honey, you're not playing. That's too expensive of a toy for you. Porn stars have a use. Oh, everybody mm-hmm. has a use. Okay. okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you're using it. Right. So I have to come up with a reasonable amount yes. of time that will not get me in trouble and right. will not make you feel bad. Yes. And based I love that. on. You had to make a dis- an executive decision. I had to make an executive yes, decision. Yes. You're the boss. Yes. Yes. So I had to make this decision <laughs> mm-hmm. and I said, okay, so I know that for three months when I'm using them more than most people use right. them because I'm in a makeup trailer yes. on a back lot somewhere working. Yes. That, you know, I have to replace it every month. Right. So I would imagine the consumer probably does their makeup half of that time. Right. Or even a third of that time. So that's pretty much how I came up with three months. Right. And um, I believe it's really the right amount of time, Mm -hmm. too, because after a while, because the material is so special. And if you're, you know, if you're taking care of it, and not using it very much, maybe it can last longer. Mm-hmm. You know, it can. I can tell you that. Yeah. But if you're definitely using it, raw dyeing it, throwing it, doing right. whatever, you know, like yeah. every three months you need to change because you'll start either seeing a lack of bounce back. Mm-hmm. Some of the color will start to fade. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll see some splits in the material. Because if you're not taking care of it, right. you know, it gets pushed around. Right. Um, so that's why. That's why three months. Okay. Love that. Um, how, this is again for what you said, the consumer, mm-hmm. how often should we be washing them and how do we wash them? Mm-hmm. And can I just say the beauty blender soap, mm-hmm. I've never seen a river of color so <laughs> saturated. I mean, cause I all like, Oh, I'll wash it with this or that. And then I use that beauty blender soap and I'm like, there's a damn Nile river of fucking makeup flowing down my sink. I'm Isn't like, this that shit is oddly ma- satisfying. Oh, it's, I could, I love it. It's like one of those oddly satisfying videos. How much 
crap is in my brush. You know what I mean? Like, because I well, use it to wash my brushes. To, that's the exact argument I used to tell people when I was hawking my beauty blenders in right. the beginning. They were like, well, I just use my brush. I'm like, well, okay, let, let me, let's look at your brushes. Right, right. Pull their brushes out of their yeah, nasty, yeah. you know, right. little makeup bag. Yeah. And, I said, "Was the last time you washed these brushes?" The brushes, and they looked at me like I had said like something like in a brushes, foreign language. Right. They were like, "Wash them." I was uh, like, "Okay, so you okay?" Because there was there was this contingent of people in the beginning with Beauty right. Blender that thought reusing sponges right. was not hygienic, right. because we had been sold those through, little we had been white sold triangles. The, 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 the the disposable yes. use ones throw away. Yes. Why do you do that? Because the companies say it's right. the only hygienic. Way. No, they're just trying to get that dollar dollar bill. That's it, mm-hmm. replenishment. And but but that's as as consumers, that's what we were fed, that's right. what we were taught, so that's what we knew. Yet another um, disruption of the so business. So here ran. I had to disrupt yes. people and say, well, whoa, wait a minute. So you don't wa- wash your brushes, but you're concerned that my sponge might be harboring some bacteria. Right. Wait a minute. Let me tell you something about natural hair. Natural hair is porous and has the same nook and cranny as a sponge. So everything that you are afraid of being stuck in your sponge is definitely stuck in that brush you haven't washed for a year. Right. And that you let roam around. So that I started to flip people's ideas. You know, they started thinking about it. They started looking at it. And my idea about cleaning Beauty Blender and the way that I designed it to be cleaned was to compare it to your toothbrush. So you brush your teeth every day and you change your Your brush brush every three days. Mm -hmm. But not only that, but you have your toothbrush somewhere by your sink because you're going to need to use it with water and toothpaste, right? right? The same with your Beauty Blender. Nine times out of ten, most of us put our makeup on around our sink. Right. So when we brush our teeth, just wash your beauty blender. Yes. Keep the soap right there. Yes. Keep, you know, I have a little nest that the beauty blender sits mm-hmm. on you can get. Keep it right there. You you know, you can have one to go with you in your purse, mm-hmm. but this one that you apply in the morning, just wash it in the morning when you brush your teeth. Right. And it doesn't have to be dry, so there's no drying period, and you just use it. So that's how I suggest people maintain and wash their beauty blender. So every day. Every day. Every use. Every day. Okay. You heard it here. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I, you know that... The uses for the Beauty Blender have evolved. I mean, people <laughs> bake their under eyes with it. They highlight with it. They I saw a video. Somebody did use the Micro Mini and did a whole smoky eye look with it. Mm. it people are really... And, and you're... Is, you said the only wrong way is dry. So you love innovation. You love people using it for all kinds of things. Oh, my God. I love it. And I love watching them. Are you yes. kidding? Like, it's, it's to me, really it's, fascinating. it's such a kick. Yes. Yeah. I love getting that little mini... Micro mini and doing my under eye with my concealer right to right the edge to the lash because line. I get red under eye now. It just well, happened the past couple of years. I'm like, honey, embrace it. Now the under eye is pink. That is exactly why I created micro yes. mini because especially around guys or people that wear glasses and contacts, I noticed in doing their makeup and bouncing around them, they would get really like fidgety, Mm -hmm. you know, fidgety as I got close. Like you can imagine like this big pink thing coming towards your eye, but somehow my finger was okay. So I made it just small enough to be up in there. Yeah, to be up in there. Smart. Mm. So if you were doing your makeup with a beauty blender. Which I do. Of course. Can you imagine? (laughs) What if I never used a beauty blender? That'd be hilarious. (laughs) I'd be like, more for me. 
So what, just for like the customer, the consumer, if somebody's listening right now, they've never bought a beauty blender and now they're like, well, honey, I'm obviously buying one. So they go buy one. Mm-hmm. What parts of the blender do we use for what? Like typically, because it is an egg shape and you can do all kinds of things. I watched you do somebody's makeup and you were using, I want to say the side of it. Mm-hmm. And I always use the round bottom of the egg for my foundation. But I think and I was like, oh, shit, am I using it wrong? So just look at the egg shape. And then tell us, like, exactly kind of technique-wise different things I'm that like you would do. I'm like a finger ninja. I mm-hmm. turn my beauty blender all different ways when I, I, I use that. it. Yes. But, I, you know, what I tell people that are new to Beauty Blender mm-hmm. is use it in the way that's most comfortable okay. for you, but experiment. You know, yes. obviously the tip lends itself to areas oh, yeah. where you get you in those smaller areas. Creases. The, the bigger butt side mm-hmm. of the Beauty Blender is great for larger areas mm-hmm. and, and moving really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the side when I don't want to when I don't want to deposit more makeup, like when I want right. to shear it out, mm-hmm. because there is makeup in your sponge, right. you know, so I use the side to well, shear it so out. That's so great. If you're doing your makeup and you kind of make a little mistake, yep. I, I get my, I, it's already ready. You, you just, don't have to put yes. more on, you just blot yes, it. Yes, it blends mm-hmm. out, honey. It's an eraser, it's an applier. It's I a, always do my Cupid's bow to get like the extra mm, um, foundation off. Mm-hmm. I use that little tip, honey. Yeah. It's just, you got it all. So I just tell people to, you know, have fun. There's no wrong way to use it. And I think that's one of the secrets of its popularity is that, you know, it's a bridge between being, you know, an amateur and getting a professional result. It's that bridge tool to use. And and if you can bounce something on your face, you can use a beauty blender. I mean, my son is now in his first year of college in D.C., but I used to tell people my, you know, seven-year-old son Knows right. how to use it, do foundation like a pro. Right. Well, I love hearing that, Rianne, because I feel like it can be an intimidating tool when you don't know that. So yes, the whole anyone can use it. Absolutely, and I, you know, I know that it can be an intimidating tool because it's not as familiar right. to the masses as like a brushes, right. right? But let me tell you about brushes. I love brushes. I'm a makeup artist. I can't live without yes. them. But because I'm a pro, I know how to handle a brush. Right. I know how to press Technique it, how to involved. blend. And mm-hmm. learning, like there, there's a learning curve with brushes that a lot of times we just don't have the time to learn. Right. And that's the beauty of Beauty Blender, too. There's no learning curve. You don't have to learn how to hold it in right. the right place, how to apply it, then to blend it right. out and not look like strokes and streaky and everything. Right. Like That is truly like the, the magic of Beauty Blender. We love. I was just in D.C. You were? For my first time. Oh, I love it there. My dog took a shit in front of the White House. I love it. It was beautiful. That's so appropriate. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, I have a couple more questions. Then we're going to talk about this, what I'm holding right now, which is the Beauty Blender Bounce. Liquid Whip Longwear Foundation, honey. That's what a name. Right. Yes. But before that, I would love to talk a little bit about diversity and beauty. Mm. Because this is a topic we discuss on Nash Butte all the time. 
And I was reading an interview you did, I believe, with Ola mm-hmm. um, about the push for inclusion. Mm-hmm. Because you, I think it's fair to say, have always worked with artists of color. Yep. And, you know, you kind of essentially invented beauty blenders to help actresses of color look fantastic on screen. Absolutely. So this has always been something uh, in your career. And you've had a front row seat to the evolution of this business. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to know, like, terms of inclusion... I would love to know like what you're seeing on your end, your thoughts in general, and just anything you can tell us in that category. I know we'll get to your foundation. Yeah, no worries. We talk about col- you know, color inclusion, shade inclusion. Yeah. So first of all, I am so happy to finally see cosmetic companies paying attention to the color skews behind their 12th shade mm-hmm. because as a makeup artist you know 20 25 years ago there was there were no makeups of color there was a fashion fair you could get there was maybe one or two brands that you could get but you couldn't like the beauty of of being in the film industry is that you have access to right. everything right but you know i couldn't really find the makeups that i needed all the time um for the clients and the jobs that i was working in one place and I I never understood why, you know, we ended up having to mix in a lot of really non-traditional products to create certain colors. Mm -hmm. When I say I'm a mixologist, I mean, for real, like, you know... The unfortunate truth is that the cosmetic industry for many years just didn't think there was any kind of profitability beyond these certain shades, you know, and so they didn't produce those colors. So we would have to make them. So for me now to see, you know, people like Rihanna being celebrated for her 40 shades, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, Mac had more right. shades, makeup forever. Like, it's it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, that Rihanna, a, yes. a woman of color, is doing this. It's awesome. But to to see the whole industry, maybe because of her, finally pay right. attention and and to provide. It took a huge celebrity yes, to. Right. Yes. And provide finally the shade range that really accommodates everybody is like music to my heart. Right. You know, because. It really is such, including my own kids. My children are black. I'm Latina. I'm Mexican, Portuguese, Irish, and Indian. Uh, My kids are black and Afro pan. pan, What is it? Pan African? Because my son is Panamanian and African. Anyway, gotta get uh, that twenty three of me out. (laughs) Seriously, if you saw my family, it would be totally like a Benetton at United Colors. But. to finally be able to find your shade, right. you know, and not have to mix it or, you know, is is such a blessing for women in general. I'm so, so happy that the industry has taken this position and also taken a position in the transgender world, too, because some of our biggest makeup trends and some of the most beautiful techniques come from this community. And, you know, they're finally being celebrated, which... You know, if you're a makeup artist, you always you always paid attention, but now everybody does. Right. So I am all game for it. I am I am like a proponent. Yes, we yes. love and beauty blenders are universal for everybody to love and enjoy, <laughs> baby. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, let's talk about the foundation. Uh, the Bounce Liquid Whip Long Wear Foundation. I'm wearing it right now, and as I was telling Rianne, I've had four compliments from straight men. Whoa. Since I entered this building. Whoa. That does not happen. So 
I love it. I think it looks really good. I am shade 130. What shade are you? I am, right now, because I'm a little tan, mm -hmm. I am 370. Yes, we love. 370. So that's. But I one. range between uh, 355 and 37. Just in the winter, depending yeah. on your depending mood. On, depending on my tan, yes. you know, in the winter I tend to get a little lighter, yes, a little green with mm -hmm. my olive skin, yes, yeah. Um, so what's your daily makeup routine? My daily is this your current look? <clears throat> is that sort of how, what you rock daily? This or? is not my everyday look. Mm -hmm. I I I got a little fancy for oh, you today, yes. and I actually put on some eyeshadow. Okay. And um, I did not for you. So well, you look <laughs> fabulous. Your skin looks amazing. Um, my normal routine mm -hmm. is um, uh, lip moisturizer. Mm -hmm. uh, let me let me t let me back it up first yeah. and tell you, as a makeup artist mm -hmm. in the industry, right. not a you know, no offense to my friends that do Instagram makeups. It's a totally different right. world than when you're on a set every day at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock yes. in the morning, working right. 14, 16 hour days right. on location, in the middle of nowhere, whatever. Right. Like, you know, we don't get up and do our makeup every day. Right. It's um, like a barista making themselves a gourmet coffee before they leave it, for it's work. Just, it's like, honey, I'll be doing this all damn day. If he even drinks coffee. He do. may not right. even drink coffee. Right. He's over it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for me, I found very early in my career, too, that the plainer I looked, the less of an assumption the sense. client was going to have about right. me. So if I came totally glammed up to a job, that celebrity who had never worked with me before and had only seen my book and right. everybody knows their books are fixed and changed and dolled up and look different than the actual reality of life, you know, they would look at me and say, oh, you're going to do my makeup like yours. Well, right. I don't like that liner. I don't like this. So right. I realized really early when I walk onto a set... No makeup, yes, hair in a ponytail, honey. no nails. Yes. Just do your job. Um, so that... You remain neutral. Very neutral. Yes. You wear black, you fade to black. Yes. You're not supposed to be taking pictures with your clients. Right. You're not a fan. You know, it's like a whole... The, the world has changed. Yes. Okay? <laughs> Let's just say the world mm -hmm. has changed. Mm -hmm. um, but so anyway, all that to say that that had... That unfortunately had become my routine in terms of what I did for myself. Now, I can clean up real well. I know how to clean up and do myself right. very, very well. I could probably knock 10, 15 years off yes. myself. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you still do? You don't work on sets anymore, right? She I is a she is a I CEO. Try, I try. I yeah. try. I still get like my friends are doing coming to America too now. Oh. I got another friend doing come over. They're like, come play with us, right. and I really want to go, but I just can't commit to the time right. because my my business is yes. like a growing screaming baby, it sure is. you know, and it's kind of hard. Um, but yeah, so my routine really is um, lip balm, mm -hmm. mascara, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Fabulous concealer that I'm coming out with. I was going to yes. ask if there was anything coming mm. up. Well, you know, I'm going to dabble. I'm going to stay in what I know right. for a while anyway. And, and complexion is my jam. Yes. That is what I've done. That's what my reputation is about. And so any kind of complexion product you can think of, I'm developing right now. Oh, yes, honey. We love <laughs> that. I was going to ask if you, uh, because skin is your passion, mm -hmm. complexion, the word you use, which I mm -hmm. like. I need to start using that word more. It's fun. Um, if it's there were, very fancy. If, if there are any other products that you love, I'm talking like skincare wise. Mm. Like if there's something that you're like, this is my oil, honey. This is my eye cream. Like anything like that, that you're just like, this is it. It is what I use on my clients. It is what I recommend. Mm. 
I am like a skincare spa whore. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you right now. I yep. try everything. I get everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I can tell you my my staples in my bathroom right now is La Prairie Balancing Lotion. Okay. That ain't cheap. No, it's not. But honey, she is it's CEO. Like, it's the pink <laughs> fluid of Nine life. million beauty blenders sold last year, honey. She's got the La Prairie. 22 a minute. I read 17. 22 a minute. Honey. Okay. a minute. I want to like hold your hand later and just kind of get some <laughs> of that energy to flow into me. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to become a brand. You know what I mean? Okay. Nash Beauty is a lifestyle we can, brand. We can, we can kumbaya yes. together when yes. we're done. Okay, perfect. Um, we can noodle. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I wash my face. What I wash my face with is pretty basic. Mm-hmm. It depends on if I'm wearing makeup or if I'm not mm-hmm. wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. If I'm wearing makeup, I prefer old school oil yes. to help me re- re-coagulate mm-hmm. and lift the makeup off of my face. So I use two different cleansing oils depending on where I'm at and mm-hmm. what I have available. One is by this Korean company called Sulwasu. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, you, honey, yeah. you got to know about this brand. Okay. Okay. This is I mean, this, I'm ashamed. I'm humiliated. It's it's I'm humiliated. the most delicious skincare line ever. And then the other one is Tatcha. I like that's their what I out. use, honey. <laughs> yes, that, I'm so honored. Yes, oh, I love the their Camilla cleansing oil. Yes, yes, it's very good. I also like Dermalogica has a pre cleanse that's really mm-hmm. good too that I like because, and I bring that up because I for years now have been using special cleansing gel. Mm-hmm. It's a foaming cleanser. There's something about a foaming cleanser. I like my skin to feel almost squeaky clean when mm-hmm. I'm done. And people say they don't like it because it feels dry. Right. But I'm going to add a whole bunch of crap right. on top of my we, skin we, afterwards. We tone it, then we There's going to be other we, things yes. that take that squeaky clean clean feeling right. away. But I like my skin to be really clean when I wash it because I want it for a moment to just breathe and not have anything on it and let everything that still might be inside start to kind of just come out. Yes. So... Those are the two cleansing things mm-hmm. that I use. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you know, I go walk around and get my coffee, go do whatever. Yes. Let, let my skin dry off. Mm-hmm. And then I come back and I use a couple drops of that La Prairie mm-hmm. Balancing Lotion. Mm-hmm. And I put it all over and it is just like the best thing ever. It has a light oil in it. Then after that, I go to my SK2. Okay, yeah. And I use this. It's a little bottle that almost is shaped like a beauty blender. And I think it's called like Gen... What is Caitlin? Do you know what that's called? I can look Can't it up too. That's my assistant. She knows yes. like everything. But that's I, a anyway. good assistant. She's thorough. She even knows your skincare routine. Look, that's she's how good looking she is. it up right now. Yes, see, right okay. Okay, okay, because I know about their essence. I've never used their essence serum. Their essence is too drying for me. Mm. Now, when I say I like my skin to be squeaky clean, I don't like my skin to feel dry. dry. And I feel like that kind of really dries my skin out. But it could just be my type of skin. Right. Because I know people love, love, love that. I don't. Okay. I've said on Ashbute several times that it, to me, smells like dirty toilet water. But you know what? Too too much. I mean, they're not saying, yeah. SK2, come for me. I'm not afraid of you. Well, that would be a deterrent for me if it smelled like dirty right. toilet water. Yeah. But um. anyway, so so SK2. Yes. Okay. But the essence serum. And I put it mm-hmm. all over my face, yes. everywhere. They say, oh, avoid areas. I put it everywhere. Right. I just slather everywhere. Yes. And then after that, I go to my Sulwasu mm-hmm. moisturizer. It's like, it. it's like, it's so expensive. Yeah. I like I, I'm at a loss for words to yeah. tell you about this because yeah. it's the most beautiful cream. It's in this gold jar, and it's um, 
forget what it's actually called. Gosh, if I knew what it is. But it has this golden little spoon, Cute. and you just take a little right. thing. And because you already got all this other moisture all over your skin, right. just you glides. just glides yes. all over. And it, the jar lasts forever yes. because it's just – and really, I think that's the way it's designed to be used, too, because, you, you know, applying more isn't always best, right? right? So I think – and then and then that's it. And then I use Amore Pacific has a beautiful eye cream that I use. And that's it. Yeah, and then we get out our – and then I get out my concealer and my bounce, and I bounce it out. And for someone who's never tried this, the Beauty Blender Bounce Foundation, how would you describe the coverage? I would describe the coverage as, well, in cosmetic terms, mm-hmm. medium to full coverage. Yes. Um, matte? Velveteen matte. Yes. So That's I, why I look so good. Everybody, I'm not even joking. Four straight men commented on my face today. We were the first ones to start using that term. And yeah. I started using that term for my makeup several years ago. So Beauty Blender, you know, was this great, amazing idea, problem solver that, you know, became a very popular product yes. and distracted me away from my main goal as a makeup artist. And that was I wanted to create makeup. Right. So I had started to create makeup several years before Bounce actually right. came out. And I had coined the term velveteen because what I in my skin um, experience and in my reputation, what I was known for was like dimensional skin yes. where when you look straight forward it looks clean and pretty but when you turn in the light you, I mean it catches literally the you light. right now you look extraordinary oh thank it's you. perfect thank I hope you. I look half as good <laughs> well yours looks pretty good actually I didn't know you were wearing foundation until you told me it was bounce and I yes. was very proud of myself I was like wow that looks really good I'm telling you four straight men yeah. <laughs> Rebecca saw it I was like what the hell is going on <laughs> So yeah, I'm a huge fan of this. Thank you. So so velveteen mm-hmm. matte finish is a matte that has some dimension. radiance yes. and dimension in it, but it can look not greasy. It can look not shiny because I believe that there's a fine line between looking greasy yes. and glowy. Yes, there sure and is. Sometimes these makeups, you know, glow, glow, glow is yes. so popular. Sometimes and then also really matte, like really like matte. dry desert mm-hmm. floor matte. Yes. Yeah, like I, there's two extremes here. So this is really a really healthy in the middle, healthy, natural, beautiful skin. Like I wanted to create a simulation of the most beautiful skin you thought you could have. You know, and, and that's the oh, finish I got. And also, I just wanted, uh, if you don't know, there's a little lock on the back, yes. which is great for travel. No accidents. And then you, you squeeze it out, and it goes, there's a little <sighs> egg shape. Yes, well, we have to talk about the packaging. Oh, yeah, the packaging, it's brilliant. I just got a couple awards for this packaging. Okay, yeah. This so you do a better job than I this am This packaging is so innovative because as a professional makeup artist, we never double dip. We always right. have to load our makeup onto palettes, right? Right. So very early on That's in what I blend. do still. I squeeze some out on top of like a high highlighter palette and then use my right, beauty blender or, or the back of your hand pa- or somewhere I mean we so, have a built in a built in palette right here yes, baby I'm Bob Ross it. yes that's yes. it you have a built in makeup palette yes. where you can mix I, I also came out with four primers I don't know if you know about them but they I are I did I got sent two of them they are amazing you mm-hmm. should be using selfie shield right now in the oh, summer shit. it's a 38 SPF <gasps> dry oil I, I was sent it well I haven't I, I'm opening it tonight dry I'm opening oil it tonight. you put it on under your makeup mm-hmm. and 
it protects you. And and you can double prime. You can layer your primers. If you wanted a, a primer like my Leveler, mm-hmm. which is the first two-tone primer, by the way, light and dark skins, because my darker skin customers and clients never wanted to use a primer because they said right. it looked it the gray. Chalky, yeah. yes. So I did a d- two-tone light and dark primer. They you can, sent me both, and I gave one to my best friend. You can multiply, mm-hmm. multi-prime on top of your selfie shield for filling and smoothing. Um, yeah, and so you can you can do everything like the, the packaging on Bounce that yes. palette is like your little PlayStation. Yes, where you can work, you can mix things, you can experiment. It's really brilliant. You can tell somebody who um, does makeup professionally uh, thought <laughs> thought it was very thoughtful. Thank you. Well, you know, I had to try to make it digestible for the everyday yes. consumer because I tried to make a palette for them and it didn't resonate. Right. But I knew if I could just get them to understand the value of this, yes. they would love it. So I just put it on the bottle. Very smart. Thank you. I think think you're onto something, babe. I'm trying. So in case people live under rocks, no judgment, honey. Real estate is hard to come by. <laughs> Where would they find a beauty blender? In oh. a store near you. Where somebody listening right now, they, they, I guarantee you, I guarantee you there are people in the car right now pulling over to buy them. I'm not joking because that happens on Ashby all the time. I, I get tweets. love it. Where should we go to get our beauty blenders? Okay. Well, it depends on where you are. Right. Okay. We're all over the world, baby. Okay. Well, I mean, wherever they're driving. Yes. It depends on where they are. That's true. So, if you're in England, you're driving on the other side of the road. Right. We're not judging you. So if you're in England. Yes. You go to Selfridges or Boots. Love that. Um, if you are in America, yes. you can go to Sephora. That's we right. are in every Sephora store and Sephora is my number one retailer. Mm-hmm. Are you in every Sephora in the world? I am. Honey. I am. I mean. Not Bounce yet. Yes. But Beauty Blender for sure. Bounce, we're still rolling out to different regions. Um, And it's doing very well in all the other countries that we're in right now. Um, But, yeah, in America too. But also, depending on where you are, Mm because there's not always Sephoras everywhere, we're in Ulta. Yes. So you can go to your local Ulta. Or JCPenney, which is a Sephora store. Or Yeah. God, so many different stores. I, I think I don't even know. I have so many stores yeah. all over. They're the place. not hard to find, babe. They're not do, hard. Do 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 a quick search. Yeah, My, and always get the original. Yes, the pink. Rianne, last question. Mm. I guarantee. I guarantee you, you've been asked by many corporate suits, uh, huge corporations, most likely owned by men, have wanted to probably buy your company from oh, you. Oh yeah, and you've said, I'm assuming no. I've said not now. Yes, honey. Not now. That's right, because we are growing and thriving. I am enjoying being yes. a sole owner of my company. We love a woman-owned brand here on Nash yes. Butte. So buy a beauty blender, change your life, and uh, support a female-owned entrepreneur living her dream, honey. Yes. Feeding Thank those kids. You. Thank you. Bouncing that face. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Thank you so much, Rianne, for your inspirational story. Everyone out there, you know... If you're if you have an idea, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Don't and hustle, stop. hustle, hustle, and grind until you got it. The only the only road to not having success is stopping. So That's just right. keep going every day, a little bit. Yes, baby steps are still steps. That's right. That I love that. Mm-hmm. God, we have had so many like great phrases on this. <laughs> I'm very pleased. Uh, I want to remind everybody what I say at the end of every episode of Nashville, and I think Rianne needs to hear this too based on our first conversation. You deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm in therapy too.
It's I great. love it. Yes. So thank you, Rianne. Everybody, buy a beauty blender, live your best life, and don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Yes. A, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.